Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we, of course, are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we're bringing something to you today that is just really, really important for us. And it's about giving visibility, giving exposure, and it's tied to the kids. So everybody <laughs> should love that. Just simply put, it's tied to the kids. So Bryce, I know that we have uh, had some great discussions uh, with, with this father and his kids. And uh, we are going to talk about it today, but how about sharing a little bit of additional information about the Baker family? Yes. So we are joined today by Father Daryl Baker with his two kids, Jackson and Mackenzie. And what they have done, and I don't know if you'll be able to see this or not, but they have published a coloring and activity book called the 25 most influential black tennis figures past and present. And guys, this is just really amazing. Um, you know, before we bring them on, just wanna let you know, it's full of pictures of African, well not, of black players that have graced our sport so that folks can color, but they can also learn a little bit uh, about each player. And then towards the back, which is really neat, they have like tennis facts, they have black tennis facts, they have, you know, things like racket uh, anatomy, and then fun things like a crazy maze, tennis crossword word puzzle, uh, word scramble, a word search, a player name search, uh, something that is just really cool and something that Brothers on Tennis really would love for everyone to support. But who can talk about this book better than I can is the Baker family. So without yes, further ado, we introduce to you Daryl Jackson and Mackenzie Baker. First of all, thanks for having us, man. This is awesome. Uh, long time coming and we've been talking for a while. It's playing. Glad it worked out. We're glad to be here. So thanks for having us. So Absolutely. first of all, can you just introduce um, who you have there joining you? So again, um, Jackson Baker, 13-year-old, eighth grader, soon to be in high school, uh, aspiring tennis star. As we mentioned earlier, he just came from a tennis match, so we're just fresh off of that, you know, uh, grueling match. And to my left is Mackenzie Baker, uh, 10 years old, another aspiring tennis star. So just getting started, um, but we're both having fun, you know, they're both having fun with the sports. So, and myself, um, dad, Daryl, uh, just doing what I can to support them, giving them resources they need. Um, recently took tennis lessons myself, so I'm trying to get into the sport as well as the wife. So uh, the hope is that we become a tennis family, right? So we're playing doubles and getting out there, mixing it up and traveling around. So just, you know, getting into it, so. I love that, Daryl, love that. And, and, and talk to us about just what inspired you all and this project. Awesome, so I'll start from scratch. So this whole project started during COVID, right? We're all kind of hunkered down in the house, staring at each other, can't go anywhere, just confused about COVID thing, right? So um, for, from that, I'm an artist, you know, not by trade, but just by hobby. And these two, again, are aspiring tennis players, right? So we took that and kind of melded it together, right? So I, I sketched and came up with some, uh, some ideas. They did all the word searches, all the, uh, the activities, all the research for each player. So it became a project, right? So between learning and deciding to become business owners, it just morphed into something that grew legs and, and here we are, you know? So from all my resources on Instagram, from uh, college buddies who are graphic artists. Um, I mean, just it just morphed and turned into something. So Jackson's gonna speak to what he learned as far as business, but 
we just picked up from every step just and learned a lot, you know, as far as how to bring a project to fruition. So, so with that said, again, it was just, it was an awesome time. So. So we love to hear about people as players. And so I want to direct this question really to the kids. So since you're coming up and you're learning the game of tennis, I know you're watching some people on TV that you like. Uh, Mackenzie, who, who's your favorite tennis player to watch? Um, my favorite is Serena Williams. Great choice. Ah, you can't go wrong with that. There's a, a goat right there. And then Jackson, who is your favorite person? Um, probably Felix. FAA, huh? Yep. <laughs> all right, all right. We we like both of those choices. And he's, and been, I, told, he, he's been told he resembles Felix, so I can he takes that. <laughs> oh, okay. I was I was gonna say, I wonder if anybody <laughs> yeah. had tried to draw draw a little similarity right there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 dad, by the way, I like your hat. Anyway, <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, good, so, yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. so talking about, you know, the background in tennis, you know, how did you go about doing your research, like in terms of figuring out who you were going to include in the book, you know, what that, the fact that you were putting word searches and player name searches, how did you come up with that whole concept? So again, we started with our favorites, you know, those that we've gotten in of late between Monfils and Felix and, and all these common names, Coco, uh, started there, worked the way back, right? Obviously, you got uh, Zena Garrison, you got, you know, uh, Katrina Adams, all these names that start popping in our heads as we started doing research um, and, and realized that we really had a really huge contribution to the sport. And that's what we was, were hoping to kind of, you know, uh, translate to everyone that, hey, listen, it's not just Serena and Venus. There's a lot of folks out there that play tennis, like, and it goes way back to the HBCUs, the whole bit. I mean, so we want to make sure that that message was was uh, was exposed to, to the uh, to the audience, you know. So again, so doing the research, Googling, again, these two led all the research between their Google searches and, sorry, and he wants to jump in. <laughs> Love it, go. And we kind of wanted um, little kids who didn't play tennis before to kind of get into the sport by adding the coloring and activity book would kind of like draw their interest and stuff like that. Oh man, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So excellent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a learning thing just to make sure that people knew that these folks are out there, you know. So I think it started with that and it just morphed and turned into something a little bigger than we, we would have planned initially. So yeah. Oh, that's that is excellent, and 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 I guess in the process of pulling the book together, I I mean, were there certain shots that you were going after when you were, uh, you know, kind of drawing the players out, or or did you want to make sure there were certain forehands or certain backhands that you used? Great question. So again, you know, Monfils with the you know the, the we had to get that right, you know, <laughs> Tiafo with the with the with the uh, LeBron celebration. So certain key like signature like you know uh images we want to make sure those were seen um coco with the fist pump you know uh right. same thing a lot of it with the fist pump so it's like that was you know a big deal arthur ass holding the trophy Yonic yes. hair you know it's all those images that you, if you see those you recognize them right so we wanted to make sure it was a recognizable type of deal for everyone to get into so yeah and isaac i'm glad you brought up shots because I want to go back to the kids again. So since you two are coming up, you know, up and coming players, let's start with you again, Mackenzie. What's your favorite shot? My favorite shot is um, a forehand 
because I'm a righty and it's easier for me to hit and I can hit it harder than a backhand. Oh, okay. That's a good reason. That's a good Mm -hmm. reason. Now, Jackson, what's your favorite shot? I mean, um, since I'm a lefty, I feel like I have an advantage for a lot of shots, but if I had to pick one, probably my serve, just because I feel like it's like one of the hardest shots in the game. And it's like, yeah. I love that you said that. Yeah, because the serve is the one thing that you, in my opinion, have total control over. And it's a lot of, you can do a lot of practicing with that and on that particular shot as well. So it doesn't require you to have to have anybody. You can go out with a a thing of balls and just practice serving. So I really like that you're, that you feel like your serve is, is that shot. That's a great, that's a great thing, young man. Very. And I'm glad you said that because we spent a lot of money with, with coach. (laughs) <laughs> to work on that story, so kind of the whole bit. So yeah, we're working on it for sure. So yeah, it's that been is off. hilarious. Yeah, it and is. what about dad? What about dad? So dad, you're you're getting in there, D. You're learning mm-hmm. the game. What what are you finding? Is your just what's the shot that is kind of popping up for you as being your favorite? Crazy enough, it's the backhand. You know, for some reason, two hands on the racket. I mean, it's just like that control. Mm-hmm. Um, sweep, you know, up and under. I, it's working out for me, right? But uh, my service is, is questionable. So <laughs> we're, we're going to hit last, right? We're going to take some private lessons together and kind of go back and forth and you know, tee it up. So yeah, we'll see. But now you're my backhand for sure. So, that good. is incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what I want to make sure our, our viewers and listeners understand is, okay, we're talking about the game of tennis. And yeah, we're, we're kind of talking about a book here. And we're going to talk a little more about the book and where people can get it and all that in a few minutes. But what I respect about what your family is doing is there is a spirit of entrepreneurship that you are cultivating in your children. Can you talk about you know what's going on there? Absolutely. So this whole thing started with um, a children's business fair that we were invited to, right? It was a uh, um, a fair where the kids had to come up with a business plan, come up with a product and take it again from beginning to end. So it started there. She made bracelets. Uh, he made these little uh, cell phone holders and it just became this little creative deal to keep business out of trouble. Right. So we did that, uh, had some success, um, got an Instagram page, got some followers and it became like this thing. Right. And so as these fairs become, became more, more um, frequent, uh, we get into them every year. And so we're like, what do we sell next year? What do we sell next year? You know, COVID hit and here we go you know so we did the book right and it just morphed into that I use that word a lot because it did just kind of come together it was organic it just kind of ideas were flowing you know the wife was tossing things around we're like hey you can draw why don't you sketch some things and then we just kind of went from there and again they have their own respective brands Uh, they have Instagram profiles and uh you know their followers are you know obviously still pretty low but you know eventually you know being on the show and uh getting out there and just promoting ourselves we're going to try to make this something a little bigger so that's that's the goal you know can That's you, just a you, wonderful yeah. thing. Can you name what those brands are so that our viewers and listeners know? So it's initials JWB and Cole and Olivia's Creations. So middle name is Olivia. So Olivia's Creations. Um, so yeah, you can easily find those on Instagram. So yeah. That is such a great thing. I mean, D, it's it, you know, having grown up in a family that did not have sort of that entrepreneurial spirit, I just find that to be absolutely incredible that that you know we see a a a affluent black family that is really teaching their kids about how to potentially run their own businesses and do I, I just don't see that enough in my opinion 
So I want to congratulate you and your wife and your family as a whole for, for, for again, like Bryce said, for cultivating that spirit because we need that going forward, I, I feel. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm glad they were, they were receptive to it, right? I mean, again, it, it's viewed as work, you know what I'm saying? But I think they saw the fun in it, right? So you right. need something you like, and if you can monetize that, then that's just a win-win. So I think that's right. what, what kind of drove all of it. Have some fun, be creative, and if you can make a few bucks in the process, then hey, and then from there, it can get bigger. It can be, you know, her becoming a doctor, having her own practice. This guy here wants to go into law, and he wants to become the next Kamal Murray and open his own facility. You know, he, we've, he's seen him and met him, so it's like, it just, it just makes sense to be an entrepreneur early. So it's just in your blood, right? I, unfortunately, I work for a company. I haven't, you know, opened my own business yet. But again, I'm living through these two, you know? So we're just, right. you know. And, and, you know, from another conversation we had, you know, that's not the only thing you're teaching your kids because you talk about bringing money in, but you're also teaching how you share the money as, where, as well. So can you speak a little bit about the profits from the book? Absolutely. So as, as a means to get more sales, obviously, you know, we wanted to let folks know that, hey, we're, we're givers also, you know, so we, we donated pretty much 20% of our sales to one organization we uh, befriended here in Chicago, um, the ACE Project, they're based in Riverdale, which is the south suburb of Chicago, they have an after school program where they teach kids tennis, and so we met the owners, the co-owners there, and uh, kind of struck it off with them and, and, and decided to just donate to them on a regular basis. Now, the hope and the goal is that once we get past COVID, the little fella can start training the younger ones, right? So what he learns, he can teach them. So that, that's kind of the, the hope and the goal of the process, you know? So. Play it forward, pass it forward. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. And, and just on that same, um, I guess, that same message, this one is directed to the kids again. Um, what did each one of you, and let's start with Jackson this time, uh, Jackson, going through this process of creating this book and getting it out there and, and, and working with your company and, and selling it, what did you learn during this process? I mean, I kind of just learned like whole about like the business space, just like how to sell different products, how to advertise and just stuff like that. Okay. And Mackenzie, what did you learn? I learned how to price out product. Oh, see. Okay. We may need to consult with her ourselves. <laughs> Quiet. Right, Isaac, guys, we went back and forth on the price point for this book, and it was funny. I mean, I'm like, let's be modest with it. Let's go low. The wife was like, listen, let's go get it. You know, let's let price it. <laughs> in the middle. So I think it landed where it did because of her rationale, her logic, the thought process. So yeah, it, it that was a funny process in itself, though. And it's funny she brought that up, too. You know? That that's so hilarious. funny. <laughs> it really is because that's something that is it's so important to make sure you're 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 doing as far as making sure again you don't come in too high, don't come in too low. You want that nice little sweet spot so that people are seeing your product and really can buy into its price and what it has to offer. So that's I mean, for, for kids that are 13 and 10 to be involved in that type of a discussion, right. come on, man. Come on. That's man. not that's not taught in school though. This really you know, it's that's that's, that's right yeah. yeah unfortunately it's not exactly and it's it's awesome excellent and to, add to, and to add to that the value of time right i mean it costs a good one paper ink print blah blah blah. your services we paid for as far as you know uh, uh the flyers we made and things like that nature but their time right get to monetize and like, put a value on your time time is i mean it's 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 precious you know? so mm -hmm. that's right i into researching sketching drawing how do you pay for that right so i think that's that was a good lesson as well you know Absolutely. 
So D and kids talk to us about, okay, we've, we've entered into 2022. What are some of the things that you guys have on the horizon as it relates to this book and or any other potential projects? Great question. Great question. So again, getting more uh, business fairs under our belt uh, as far as getting more sales there, uh, getting our online presence a little more ramped up as far as uh, social media. And we're in the process of making a track and field book. Similar All field. right. Wow. Yeah. They both run track now. I mean, she's a little further along than Jackson as far as tracking. And, and second season in, she's placing in the state. She's getting medals. It became this thing. So, so All right. take, take that energy and put it towards track and field. So we've researched a different, you know, Carl Lewis and, mm-hmm. and you know, just going with that. So that's, that's interesting. We're still working on that. But I think that'll keep us busy doing this next <laughs> Omicron phase. <laughs> COVID, unfortunately. So. But yeah, that, that's the next project. You know? And aside from that, again, just, just pushing this one forward a little more. Black mm-hmm. History up in February, so just getting you know getting the word out there with that. Uh, we landed in a couple of bookstores recently, so just, uh, right. just trying to go through that route. You know? Well, and that's what I wanted to ask you. How can our viewers and listeners find this book? So there's three ways. There's the book table, which is located in Oak Park. They have an online presence. And obviously, if you're in the Chicagoland area, you can go to the actual uh, brick and mortar store. Afroware Books. I met the young lady who owns that bookstore. Awesome young lady. She has a, a huge online presence. Afroware Books and uh, Amazon. You know the you know, the big you know <laughs> the huge uh, monster there. So it's obvious that we had to use that route as well. And they actually help with the printing of the book. We use their uh, KDP services to kind of get oh. the, the print version of it going. So gotcha. And I just want to show everybody again. I got it off of Amazon. So uh, it, it's real easy. And if you got Amazon Prime, y'all know y'all can get it real quick. So <laughs> ain't got to pay for that. no shipping. So <laughs> And I could have sent you an author's copy. I should have did that in advance. So, hey, thanks for purchasing it. Appreciate it. Oh, no, no. We, we, we're glad that we're able to support. And we're hoping that many of our listeners and our viewers are able to support as well. Absolutely. Isaac. Did you have any additional questions for the Baker family? No, I, I do not, except for, again, just to say that I am I'm very much uh, just really thankful that we have come together. Um, I think what you are doing is incredible, what you as a family unit are doing. I mean, it, 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 to me, these are those little things that pay dividends to others long-term. And I really, I really, because again, Bryce and I are all about tennis. We love tennis. That's why we have brothers on tennis in existence. Um, But it's really about making sure that again, our folk are, are really, really, you know, benefiting. And I think that your project will do, do just that uh, for, for many others. So congratulations on the project. Kids keep, keep doing what you're doing. I think you both are outstanding young individuals and uh, just keep being inspired. And Mackenzie, get out there, and, and Jackson, get out there. You both get your tennis on and uh, get that serve and that forehand and, and, let's, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and do what you do. That's right. That's what I'm going to say. Right. And, and I, I ask, you. you know, Baker family, any final words you want to give to our listeners and our viewers? Again, huge thanks to you guys for, for again, your patience and the scheduling, getting back and forth, and then finally getting this on. Um, we talked about it a bunch as a family and a prepping for this thing, and I'm, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad we're here. Uh, it's an experience, right? This is so popular. It's not something we do every day. So having right. this movie and you guys on the screen, this is pretty cool. Uh, and, and your show is awesome. I've showed them a bunch of footage from your different past shows and uh, big fans, big fans of what you guys are doing. 
And to the audience, support when you can, guys. Again, this isn't a huge money grab. This is more of an experience for us. So again, I'd love for you guys to see what we did, learn from it, uh, share it with your friends, and uh, you know, educate folks about blacks and tennis. You know, that's incredible. Well, keep doing what you guys do, and to our viewers and our listeners, go out and get the book and support. Uh, We'll be back with our regular show starting next week. We're going to get ready to start talking about some of these interesting topics that are going on in the world of tennis right now. But until then, on behalf of Isaac, myself, and the Baker family, uh, this is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, take care.